0: Welcome to Mama Wears Pants with community hosts, Melissa and Lauren. We're two mamas who first met when we were pregnant and about to embark on the wild and crazy adventure
1: of motherhood. Here, we talk about topics that reflect what it means to be a middle-aged mama in a chaotic world. If you're ready to join a community of mamas committed to personal growth, meaningful connections, and real conversations, apply to join us at MamaWearsPants.com.
0: Hello and welcome to Mama Wears Pants. I'm Melissa and I'm joined today with community co-host Lauren and our special guest for today, Christina Collazo, who is the founder and executive director of Todos Juntos Learning Center. Um, So happy to have you both here today. How are you doing, Christina?
2: I'm doing well, thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, and Lauren, how are you doing?
2: I am well,
1: thank you.
0: Awesome. Well, this month, um, as you may know, for, for the month of March, our theme is community, and our topic that we've been focusing on is identifying your interest in service and making an impact. This month, we're interviewing uh, several different mamas who are involved at different levels within their community, and uh, like I said, today, we have Christina on the line. So, Christina, I just uh, want to pass it on over to you and invite you to share anything about yourself um, with our listeners. So, anything you'd like to share.
2: Um okay well let's see I'm Christine Colazo I am I was born in California raised in South Texas I've lived in Austin since 98 I don't even know how long that is now um I'm a mama of 3 and a local nonprofit uh leader
0: Excellent awesome awesome So tell us a little bit about, you know, so I do have to say um, for our listeners and for people that that may not know. So I first discovered Todos Juntos uh, a few years ago. Um, Fast forward, I have now been on the board for a couple of years. Um, So I'm familiar with Todos Juntos and I I do have to say that Lauren also has some familiarity with the organization. But I would like, um, yeah, if you can tell us a little bit about you know, what you do as, you know, a nonprofit leader, um, an advocate, you know, how would you explain your work to someone who who isn't familiar? Yeah, um, so
2: let's see. So Todos Juntos, we're a dual generation learning center. We work with parents, immigrant and refugee parents and children together um, through education at the same time, all under the same roof in partnership with over 35 organizations. We work to support them through education, empowerment and community support.
0: Sounds awesome, awesome. How did you find yourself on this path? To, I mean, did you know you were going to become a founder of a nonprofit? Did you, you know, <laughs> did you have that in your plan? Like, how, how can you can you think no. back and share with us what that was like?
2: Yeah, never. I never. Um, I, I, no. I was um, in my twenties. I was working for a local school, and I had an opportunity. Um, to start something, and in my twenties, before my kids were born, I was a little more adventurous. And someone approached me saying, "I have this empty building. Do you want to do something with it um, and fill it with life?" And I thought, "Yeah, maybe." Um, so they their one their one requirement was that it was May, and they'd like to see it um, robust by August. <laughs> and i um, like, "Yeah, I could do that." And so I did a little <laughs> research, looked around um, figured out how to bring it together. And by August 23rd, we were up and running, maybe August 27th. Um, but no, I never imagined that nonprofit leadership or starting a nonprofit would be in, in my future. I did, I think, I guess from a very young age, um, having like uh, that, that, that heart, you know, that helpful heart, like that was always, I think ingrained in me from a young age, partly because of my, like my upbringing and like the trauma and the adversity that we experienced as kids, I think I was always just compelled to help, um, my, you know, help my mother, help my brothers, um, my family around me, but also my grandfather, I think really instilled that in me. They were migrant workers, um, with very, I mean, they definitely lived in poverty and, but he always just always reminded us to help and he's all my life told me stories about helping. So I guess in those two ways that was ingrained in me. So it's no surprise I'm here, but um, definitely was not part of the plan to start a nonprofit.
0: Yeah. Uh, You said something that I think is interesting. You said that, you know, you were approached and, you know, this person just had kind of an idea, right? There was no like real formal plan or anything. Mm -hmm. What do you think, this might be a hard question, but what do you think was it about, either uh you know in the position that you were in and or your skill set or something about you that that had this person approach you. Do you know what they may um, have seen in you to to approach you with that idea? So, okay, this is a question that <laughs> recently
2: I've been thinking about this because I want to be transparent and I want to be I never had um for years, I, I'm i going to just be super honest. Okay, so for years, I thought this individual definitely saw something in me that I compelled them to reach out to me specifically, but I have to be honest, a few years ago, several years ago, I talked to someone else that I was in the same circle with this individual and they're like, oh yeah, they reached out to me. And so I don't know if this person reached out to me first or them first, but I remember feeling a little bit like, oh, like I wasn't their first choice, but- <laughs> And so that really irked me. Um, and I, y'all are the first people I've ever said this out loud to. Um, but one thing I've been thinking about lately is I've thought about that story because I tend to like repeat conversations in my mind for years. Um, <laughs> and I was thinking, you know what? I don't care if I wasn't that person's first choice. Like, I, I think I'm the only person of the three people this person might have approached that could have gotten it to where it is. And so maybe that sounds a little um arrogant, but
0: I'm just trying to boost myself up, you know, and like (laughs) no girl. Yeah. No, no. I'm I'm like smiling from ear to ear over here and I'm just like, hell yeah, girl, no. Because you know what? You may you, I don't care if they asked 10 people, you may have been the only one that said yes. And and the reason I'm on this kind of bit right here is because you saw there was opportunity. And I just feel like a lot of people, this is a little bit off topic, but kind of this is about finding your, your way to make an impact. Right. And so people look for things that are very like structured and set in stone and not so much opportunity. And I'm just really proud of you and, and happy to know you and, and all these great things, because, you know, you said yes. And like you had, even back then, maybe when you didn't really know what your vision was, like you had something, there was some vision there. And I'm just glad that all those dots aligned and all those stars aligned and, and you're where you're at now you know post what 10 plus years I guess right uh, yeah, 13. Of, uh, of this organization so anyhow kudos yeah, girl. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank um, so. you yeah yeah um Lauren you know feel free to jump in anytime I don't want to um you know of course I know we kind of just keep this conversational but feel free if you have any follow-up questions or anything um, I will for- I
1: will I'm enjoying so far
0: <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, sorry. I
2: was just going to say, I don't think I. you asked about the cause and I'm sorry. I totally focused on me and how I was like (laughs) annoyed. And then I was validated, but I just wanted to mention that the cause I think of why I, why this started is just because it's rooted in my own experience of seeing the women in my family very much um, limited in what their choices and freedoms were. And by default, that really impacted the kids. Um, you know, I was one of those kids, and just and the choices um, and opportunities we had as a result of the limited choices and opportunities our mothers had. Um, and so, I think that's why I, I think that really drives still the Still this, this mission. It, it's like at you know, it's really trying to empower women through education so that they can empower their children through education and hopefully um, break generation, you know, the cycle of generational poverty. But also just empowering. I don't know. There's just, it's empowering for a child, especially a girl to see her mother empowered, um, mm. and thriving. And so anyway, just wanted to mention that.
0: That is awesome and beautiful. And I'm going to ask you another question that, um, you know, I know your mama was important to you, obviously, um, anything you want to just share about your mom or anything you just like, you know, tell us oh. a little bit about her, like anything just to give her uh, a nod. I know she's not with us any longer, but you know, your mama had an impact on you, and you're doing greater work as a result of her uh, probably sacrifices, right? So anything you just want to give to your mama right yeah. now? Um, yeah, I mean, she was
2: very hardworking. She was very stoic, um, faced with a lot of adversity um, as a young child, um, as an adult married woman, and even beyond. My father was incarcerated when I was gosh, I guess I was 14 years old and he was incarcerated for 11 years. Um, and she just, she just didn't let it stop her. And I think that's, I guess I get that drive, like that work ethic from her. Um, she was always the person in our household that worked. She was always the person who worked the hardest. Um, but I also learned from her how not to be, and I I don't know if that's, that's, I don't, not to speak poorly of my mother, like I learned a lot from her and I, I mean, most important person in my life, hands down, but I also learned from her how I didn't want to be and how I didn't want to be um, in the relationships I had in my life, um, mm-hmm. especially um, in, the, in what I modeled for my children. So, um, and that's something I, I've only come to terms with recently. I don't think I could ever have said that while she was living.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And
2: there was something um, a little liberating that I didn't realize, right? Like in my grief, I didn't realize like also how liberating that was to finally be able to tell um, my story and how, and, and to talk about the, the things that we went through in life that I, I would have never said before because my mother, it would have just been very embarrassing for her to hear just, you know, the, the, not by her, it wasn't stuff she did, but it's stuff that my, the, my father had done, right? Like in terms of like the trauma that he created in our lives. Um and so anyway i guess to say is like my mother was amazing she was the best mother for me um she was a role model in her work ethic in her love in her commitment to her family but she also was she also really her life also taught me a lot about how i didn't want to be in life and how i didn't and what i didn't want for my own kids so
0: um so yeah yeah No, I think, I think Lauren and I've had different, we've had conversations about some things and and I think we can uh, both relate to you on that piece. And I think many people can, you know, we take Mm -hmm. from our uh, families of origin, you know, what works and what, what we appreciate and and all of those things. But then honestly, there are some things that we decide at some point, maybe that, you know, that doesn't have a place in our future or in our family that we're creating. Um, So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And Um, I,
1: I will note on that. Like I, have a, a friend that lost her mom. My, mine is still with us. Um, uh, and I remember her saying, of course she was sad and grieving, but she said what kind of what you said, like it was almost like all of a sudden there was like this sort of weight lifted and she really just got to be her now. It, you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if that is just a mother daughter bond that we feel like, you know, we're sort of carrying this weight of our mothers on our shoulders and then when they go when they pass it's like oh, now i can really just be me and I'm, I'm interested to see I, i'm interested i'm wondering if that is just a, a female thing daughter mother thing or you know Gosh, uh, yeah. and if i'll have the same feeling when it when it comes to mine i don't know
0: yeah
2: yeah that's an interesting i mean perspective and i think i think you're i mean i think you're you're right in that like as women like we shoulder so much like that we don't even, um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, like I told my husband the other day, I was like, oh, I'm so uptight. When did I become so uptight? Like, I hate being uptight. And he was like, I don't think you're uptight. And he's like, well, maybe a little, he's like, but I think part of it is he's like you've always had to be responsible Mm -hmm. in ways that were just like even unspoken. Mm -hmm, And you're mm -hmm. always like, you always have to take care of, or shoulder something and i think that's kind of so yeah i mean i yeah it's very conflicting i think too right like to like to be able to admit that to oneself like oh absolutely yeah, yeah for sure
1: i mean you would never want your child to be like oh thank god my mom's gone i can be myself you know i mean i would hate for that i would hate for my son to be like oh god when is she gonna go so i can you know be myself finally or release that burden but um yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting thing. And, you know, I'm wondering, like, I'm now, now we're going completely off topic, so we should stop. <laughs> I'm like, wondering, like, what did my mom feel when her mom passed? And So anyway, we'll bring that up on another podcast. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that, I
0: think that is a great um, topic for sure. Um, and just so within the the theme of, of community and service and all of that, um, what is one thing, Christina, or, or the most challenging, I should say, in balancing, you know, Service leadership and, and service, you know, slash leadership and motherhood. Because not only, yes, are you in service, of course, but again, as a nonprofit, professional as a as a leader um, and you know executive founder you, you carry a heavy load there for that organization so how do you balance that responsibility with you know motherhood um, both the you know, responsibilities of motherhood and then also ex- uh, appreciating the joys of motherhood which we know are there <laughs> sometimes it's hard but we know <laughs> we, we, we get the joys from motherhood how do you balance all those things oh gosh that's that's
2: that's probably the biggest challenge in my life I there's not a night that Goes by that I don't feel like, I mean, not, I guess it's not a hundred percent, but just, you know, there's so many nights I go to bed feeling like I've somehow failed that day as a parent. And I think that the biggest thing, like the biggest inner conflict I have um, as a working mother is how I can never give all things a hundred percent. If I'm giving work a hundred percent, I'm somehow neglecting and failing my family. But if I'm giving my family a hundred percent, I'm somehow you know, failing as the leader of this organization. Um, I think that's the hardest part. I think before I had kids, being the leader of an organization felt (laughs) fun and challenging. I think since having kids, I'm constantly reminded how, I guess one of the things I always say out loud to my husband, I said, God, I just have this fear that my kids are going to grow up and say, my mom was always trying to make everything better for all of these kids that she worked with. Mm-hmm. and like take care of them but like didn't do that for us and I know I do it for them but you know like you know as a mom like you always feel like it's not enough I'm not I was well, a woman I think we just feel that way mm-hmm. I like, think like it's never enough and it's mm-hmm. never good enough or it's never the right thing or so I just always try to come back to like with the kids like you know like if I'm short tempered or if I'm busy or if I you know if like it's like not right now mommy's got another zoom or whatever I just try to come back to it later and acknowledge it and say I'm sorry that you know I wasn't available then or or if I like was grumpy I'm sorry I was grumpy you know sometimes like I try to explain it to them so that I own it and model that for Mm -hmm. them um which is hard but yeah I think that's the biggest thing I don't I don't I wish I had an answer for that. I like a good answer for that. I just, I struggle. that's the, my biggest struggle in life is balancing the responsibilities of leading this organization and the responsibilities of leading my family, right? Like caring for my family.
0: Yeah. No, thank you for, for that honest, you know, answer. And um, yeah, I mean, the truth of the matter is, you know, most of us don't have it all figured out, you know, that we, we do the best that we can each day and, you know, put our heart into the things that we believe in and, you know, uh, whatever our responsibilities are and all these things. But, but yeah, I, I think many of us can share that feeling of, you know, oops, I failed on that one now and oops, didn't do that today. And well, better Absolutely. luck tomorrow, like, you know, but, but in, in reality, and and that's what I would love for, for women, for mamas to take a pause. And really like, this was my thing for this year is like self-compassion and like, really, you mm-hmm. know, look at other things that we, make happen, you know, both on any scale. Okay. Even if somebody's yeah. out and they're like, I'm not leading a nonprofit and I can't even freaking, you know, get dinner on the table. It doesn't freaking matter. Like just whatever you're doing is important. Whatever you're doing is important. And for us to like, just take a pause and remind ourselves that of ourselves, or if you see it in another woman and, and just like, you know, just, just, just give ourselves that moment of um, grace, I guess right? Just, just knowing that yeah. we don't have to operate all the time at 110%. We, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing our best. And sometimes that, that means, you know, just, yeah, it's different things for different people, different days. But no, we, I, I definitely relate to that. And thank you for sharing. Um, you're, do you think your children really understand what all you do? And, and what do you, if they do or don't, whatever, what, what do you hope to instill perhaps in your children about you know, community or service or leadership or any of those things. Like, what do you, what do you have to say about that? Mm-hmm. I think they
2: do. Um, and I'm, for that, I'm grateful, right? Like I hope that mm-hmm. when they're older, that even if they think my mom was trying to do all of these things for true. everyone, but us, I don't think they'll think that, but you know, it's a mom, <laughs> you always think, Like, um, but I do think that they see, and I love, I mean, I guess for me, I want I, I, what I always tell my kids is if you're going to help, you always help with a happy heart. And if you can't help with a happy heart, then maybe you shouldn't be in that moment. Um, Mm -hmm. it like doing anything, right? Like step away from it. Like if it's something that you're going to be upset or annoyed by or whatever, like don't do that. Always help with a happy heart. But they both say to me, when I, my daughter always says, when I grow up, I'm going to work at those And I'm like, oh, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and they both have said, like, when we grow up, we're going to be, we're going to do work like you. And I'm like, you know, I really want you guys to definitely be community minded. And, and I take them with me to the center. Um, I take them with me to different things where we can volunteer. Um, we do, you know, lemonade stands to raise money for causes, not for them and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I want them to help, but I never want them to lose themselves in that. And I think working in nonprofit, um, and community service can be, it can really create opportunities for one to lose themselves in that because you're pulled in sometimes in a way that isn't sustainable, isn't healthy. Um, so my wish for them is that they always have, that they always help with a happy heart and they get involved but that they never lose sight of who they are and their individual needs um because that can be it, it that can be a really difficult thing to balance i think and so yes want them to be involved but i want them to really honor themselves and pursue the things that hopefully give them peace and, and joy in life um and don't cause them to clench their jaw at night then triggering migraines <laughs> five days out of the week um, <laughs> <laughs> Just a balance, right? Like, I so, anyway, sorry, that's like the longest, most ranty um answer, but that's my answer. I want them to help with a happy heart, but I want them to remain present in themselves and their individual needs um, without sacrificing that too much.
0: Mm-hmm. Very important, yes. And you know, this the mama wears pants community is really focused on, yeah, helping mamas prioritize themselves through motherhood, which sounds like, oh, okay, sure, you know, but it's like, it's for real, like motherhood is one of those examples of is very easy to lose yourself, very easy to lose sight of various parts of you. Right. Uh, and so anyhow, I, I, I agree that I, I like that how you put that out there, though, as far as like, yes, when you're very focused on a cause and a, you know, uh, service uh, focus, you know, yes, you could lose sight of yourself and your own needs. And I think that's probably, um, I'm sure some people would relate to, we speak with like, you know, women business owners who same thing, they Mm -hmm. feel like they just constantly on with that. And they just, you know, are trying to balance everything. So thank you again for for that answer. Um, And uh, one other question I had here, um, I think we have time is um, just curious, if you weren't doing what you're doing, being a all around rock star, chingona mama, and founder, executive director of this organization, among probably other things that you do that I'm not aware of. <laughs> what would you be doing, Christina? <laughs> what do you think you? Oh, uh,
2: okay. Well, okay. I have to. So, if yeah. I wasn't, if I didn't have to work, period, uh-huh. I would be. <laughs> I would be reading a book for fun. I would love to just read a book for fun again. I haven't done that in a long time. I would love to take road trips across the country. Um, I would love to volunteer. I've been trying to volunteer with seedling in particular for like two and a half years, three years, and I just never can make it happen. Um, and I think I would just, I would, if I wasn't doing this, I would hopefully be doing something that would allow me to have more presence in my life. Cause I feel like I'm really, I, that's what I would do. I would focus on taking everything in because our kids are growing so quickly and I feel like there's so much I don't get to catch as a result and like the other day my daughter was (laughs) I volunteered at lunch at her school and I got to see this moment from across the cafeteria of something she did and I thought to myself it was hysterical but I thought to myself like god if I hadn't been here in this moment volunteering at lunchtime like I would have I would have missed out like how many moms as moms do we not get to Witness those moments of, for our kids at school, right? And I, I just would love to be able to be more involved with their school and, um, yeah. I'd still guess I'd still be volunteering and giving of my time <laughs> in, the, in the nonprofit world, but yeah. maybe not as intense and as um, responsible for. Like if I right, could shed right. that responsibility,
1: yeah. So
0: yeah, uh, a little bit of everything, but yeah. Uh, I always say, I always say, I'd be a professional volunteer. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know. there you go
0: <laughs> like i just yeah. show up to everything to help with everything like you know it's just it's such a joke but it's like yeah i could like i used to say that i could be a professional volunteer but um anyhow <laughs> well um those were like all the you know again we we keep these you know podcast interviews try to uh, and just our podcast episodes in general you know just conversational so i want to just open it up to um You know, either of you, Um, Lauren, if you have any follow-ups or anything, questions you want to present, and then Christina, of course, too, anything that you'd want to touch upon uh, before we close out officially. Well, I just think
1: it's so interesting because that you are the leader of a nonprofit. like your job is making good things happen (laughs) for people that need it, and to hear that you would have you know, I don't know, maybe guilt or whatever, like you're not doing enough is crazy, you know, it's like, oh my God, how the rest of us, because when we started this community scene, I was like, well, I don't do anything for our community. That's why I want I want to hear everybody else's feedback. What are they doing? What are they doing? Because I want to do but within time and with money and with schedules, like how, how, and then Melissa gently pointed out, like, um, well, you, you coach your kid's soccer team, um, you foster dogs, uh, <laughs> you're constantly mm-hmm. taking care of other people. It's like, oh, yeah, I do do that mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, I, I don't see it as like, you know, I'm not like, like I, like before COVID, like I would go to the food bank and, you know, you know, physically do the food on the things and da, 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 da. You know, and so then I that I saw as me doing something what I'm doing now just because I just do it. You know, it just seems. But it is something. Not everybody does that. So we have to keep in mind that what we do do is everything. Right. Because we're doing something. We're not just sitting there in our butts. And as far as what you all said about, you know, we're always never being able to give 100 percent to anything because we're so spread thin. So true. And I, I think that every Mom probably has that that feeling because you know i it's a, just a total lie that we were all given that you can have everything. <laughs> no, you can't because <laughs> there's not enough time in a the day. There's not enough hours. I have to sleep, you know. So yeah, I think we're all just doing our best. And I really just enjoyed your talk. You have an awesome spirit, so it's wonderful to hear.
2: Oh, thanks, and thanks for sharing that. I think you're right. I think I mean I think we don't. It's it's rare that you get the opportunity to step back and see all the work and that you're doing whether it's you know in motherhood or in our professional lives or community wise and sometimes it takes others reminding us of that and I have a friend Craig um, Snook who's actually about to join our board I think um, who always for years would say to me like step back step back step back and focus like you have to step back to like see and I as moms, when do we have a moment to step back? It's it's rare. I think it's few and far between. And so sometimes it's nice to have others point that out for us.
0: Yes. Yes. And that is, I mean, that is essentially what we're here for. Like we are here to remind mamas to, yeah, take a step back, take a seat, take a, take a breath. And, you know, if they're not going to recognize it in themselves, but maybe it will come, but just take a pause and yeah, hopefully be able to uh, celebrate some of like all that you actually do and all the impact that's actually, you're actually making again at any level. And, uh, I have to say it was definitely a pleasure, um, speaking with you, Christina and, um, yeah, I agree with Lauren, you have a great spirit and, you know, we could go back even more on, on your stories and, and how, um, just all the life experiences that brought you to where you are, you know? And so maybe we'll do that another time because I I do believe that uh, many of us have some very rich, um, Stories, you know, um, and that that as a community makes us stronger. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. Um, any last thing? I guess I guess one thing for sure. What would you like to close out with as far as Todos Juntos? Anything you all need? Yeah. Uh, where people get more information? Of course. Um, what can you? How would you like to? Yeah, share. What would you like to? Share okay. About, for anyone listening.
2: Yeah, well, I wouldn't be doing my job as the executive director if I didn't quickly pitch TJ or Todos Juntos. Um, I would just say check us out online. Um, We're at elboswimposlc.org or on social media. Um, Figure out a way to get involved. If you're interested in getting involved with the immigrant refugee community, we have virtual and in-person volunteer opportunities um, and some really meaningful opportunities that really do help support mothers, um, the immigrant refugee mothers in our community who oftentimes um, are, you know, overlooked um, because they have anxiety and fear um, to be, boldly present in our community. Um, so if you're looking for a way to get involved with those families, uh, feel free to reach out. Um, and there are lots of ways to get involved with the listeners, like I said, both in
0: person and virtually. Awesome. Well, thank you again. Thank you, Christina, for taking the time today in your busy schedule. Thank you, Lauren, for taking the time, you know, uh, as, and, and, and for being a community co-host for anyone listening, you can learn more at mamawearspants.com, but we're going to close off net, close off now. And, uh, as always stay bold, mama. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we would love to get to know you in the Mama Wears Pants community. Learn more and apply at MamaWearsPants.com. Stay bold, Mama.